Blog Talk Radio. It's the Tim and Tom Show on the Wide Men Radio Network, blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. The Tim and Tom Show is a unique look from two guys who have lived life to the fullest and now are looking back at the celebrities, news stories, and other things in a changing world and giving you their honest reactions. The Tim and Tom Show is brought to you by the law offices of Stephen P. New of newlawoffice.com. Also brought to you by Makeup Kennedy at Facebook.com slash Makeup Kennedy and brought to you by WowFreeCam.com. It is available anywhere and everywhere you find podcasts. And now we go to your host of the Tim and Tom Show. Here's TR and Tim. Take it away. Good morning, America. This is the Tim and Tom Show After Dark Surprise Special Edition where we were kind of feeling down in the dumps a little bit today, and we decided we should do a show. So here we are. And joining us now, as always, from his palatial compound in Clifton Heights, Pennsylvania, Tom Robinson. Tom. Yo, yo, yo. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. How's my my audio, Tim? Your audio is good, sir. Uh, I was just telling the folks that uh, I had been having a bit of a day, and we thought maybe we would use this opportunity to, well, hate on some others a little bit, I guess you could say. <laughs> For lack of yeah, man. Maybe not, maybe not hate, I'm but a little, you know where I'm coming from. I'm a little overtired, and uh, you're under the weather a little bit, so perfect time to like spew some stories that we didn't get to or Especially, maybe even uh, attack the biggest story, right? You know, we never did go with a. Uh, what was the big one that we never covered? Well, I'm talking about the the one today. We're not going to save it for Thursday about Miss America, right? No, but we did have. Did we not have something that last week that we were going to cover and we we never got to? Oh, yeah, at least one for sure. We never it's did get to the Oprah Winfrey the Oprah Winfrey story. I kind of forget what it was, so cool. Where, uh, after all the, uh, uh, what was it, the uh, big uh, thing about the N-word and all of that, which we did talk about, that uh, Oprah went on, somebody dug up some old footage of Oprah, where she said uh, the world would be a better place if a lot of old white people would just die. Wow, good old Oprah. Because, the queen of course, of, uh, you know, uh, so many older, the, our, our generation are older, I guess, because I, I don't know how old Oprah is, but older than us. I'm I'm guessing she might be another generation ahead of us, but um, they're set, this, every, everyone is so steeped in racism that there's, there's no cure except for old white people to die. That would take care yeah. of it. She's the. <laughs> that would do the trick. <laughs> just, just off the old well, lady. Would uh, to some degree, but geez, Oprah, for all those old white people to die, to get old enough to die, uh, so do you. Uh, I think she's. I don't know her age, and I don't feel like making you look it up. I'd rather you just fucking scroll back to the dumb shit I sent you that we never got to. But uh, that's where I'm at, so I'm not gonna look. I cool. don't care. She's got to be in her sixties, though. So. <laughs> 
maybe late fifties, maybe early sixties, somewhere in that neighborhood. Yeah, but, somewhere uh, in that range, anyway. You, uh, I, I kind of like Oprah in a weird way. I mean, I know that sounds weird for me. Uh, I, you know, I hate a lot about her, of course. That's not to do a race. It's like I hate a lot about Ellen, but I was actually a big fan of Ellen's too in her early stand-up days at the Comedy Store. But back to Oprah. I'll bury Ellen some other time. Um, kill off old white people. You'll bury now, it in Ellen sure. some other time, did you say? I may. You never know. I mean, if mm-hmm. I can get a... Sorry, I just want, if I can get I into that lot on Universal or wherever the fuck they tape that shit, I, I might, you know, whatever, but... Uh, Make sure you get consent. Might have Alan put a strap on and stick it right in my keister. I don't care. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so just make make sure it's consensual. That's all. Because if you're going to take it for know. her fortune, we got to make sure everything's done above board. Uh, I don't know. We never uh, did tell. Uh, speaking of Alan, let's finish Oprah and then we'll go to, we'll go to Alan. Because we, you and I, had a long conversation about Alan that we never made the air that we need to go back to. But anyway, and I'll remind you of it when we get there. But talk about Oprah. Well, Oprah, uh, you know, there was there's some points in her uh, character and her journey, as she always likes to use everybody. Uh, man, now it's it's almost like I'm I'm stealing from uh, Compound Media because it's they really think a lot like I do. Because I think they were talking about a journey the other day, but it is all the corny ass people that talk about their journey. Uh, but she's well, still so on tour, fucking. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's no Steve Perry anymore, but it's that Chinese dude. Uh, I can't remember his name yeah. Either, but yeah, I know who I know who he's Filipino, but anyway, whatever he is, he sounds like him a little bit, but it's not the real McCoy. But anyway, we can't get to Oprah because we're tired, like I am, and we're under the weather, like you. And I always talk about eighteen different sub subjects. So keep me on this Oprah. <laughs> This, this Oprah is so rich. How rich is she? Now I don't have a joke prepared for that, but um, she's she's like five hundred million plus rich. Is how rich she is. Oprah actually, you know, has done a lot of nice things. I believe, maybe I'm naive, but I believe her intent, her intentions, are mostly good, more good than bad. But she's still such a fucking phony with the guy that she's been eating that Gail King's pussy. And Gail King's been eating her pussy for as long as long as the fucking we we all know. And Stedman, you know, maybe Stedman you know it's kind of like, ladies and gentlemen, it's kind of like when you're really drunk when you're young and you hook up with uh, a fat chick. I mean, I was going to say an ugly chick, but a fat chick is usually the stereotypical thing that people do do to do that would be. Uh, you know, uncharacteristic only, of them. So, so she you're only hanging out with her to get to her hot friend. No, it's the last resort, and you're really, you know, fucked up or whatever. Maybe, maybe yeah, that only happens around here. here. I don't, I don't know. No, but then you, no, your friends no. bust your balls. And uh, but the thing is, Oprah, like, uh, she probably fucks Stedman when she has too much to drink, and uh, Stedman's her fat chick, but. You know, she she likes I don't know whatever, but she I, back back to the good stuff. Like she's you know put on some good people and some people who have uh, white people and Indian people and every other type of people that have good messages before this craziness. 
but also she was also sitting on Harvey Weinstein's lap for pictures. That's just whoever's the powerful. And mm-hmm. you know, she's never she's never came out and said, uh, at least to my knowledge, uh, I was kissing Harvey Weinstein's ass for decades, and he's a fucking monster, and those rumors me. were around. Yeah, he probably wouldn't fuck over. He probably, you know, he'd like the color fucking purple part seven. Yeah. He wouldn't fuck me, and I kept trying, but nothing had happened. Fucker. So I had to go do my own thing. Harpo. I had to start Harpo. Yeah. Good old Hossie. You're not no stranger. You watched over once or twice in your life. I mean, let's be honest. If you're our age, you know, if you're in your 50s, 40s, early 50s, Oprah was a staple of uh, television back in the day. I mean, Oprah was daytime TV, man. She ruled daytime television. Now, everybody knew when that shit was on. If you are a common listener, like I I shouldn't say a common listener, because that could be confused with this fucking guy, Common, that's on the Starbucks tape, black dude. But uh, if you are, and and it could be taken in this. 2018 as a put down but if you are I should say a regular listener a dedicated listener you've already yeah, heard that listener. I yeah well we can't even use that you know because, no we uh, can't go there either that's got connotations yeah but uh, well, if you're a once. yes then you will fully be aware that I am down with the brown um, the brothers they look, they look for that big ass, and they ignore those beautiful big boobies that a lot of the black girls have that just sit there and are used for nothing but eye candy, and, and I love that shit. Um, well, I'm more attracted to my, uh, I'm well, I'm more attracted to my white bitches when they hit the tanning salon, and they're, they're they got that brown boobies, and I like all that shit. So anyway, um, that said. Uh, I don't think if the, if you took all her money away, because there would then there would be a incentive for doing such. I don't think that I would have sex with Oprah Winfrey, whether it's the skinniest she's been or the fattest. Your comment, your your opinion on whether you would. Um, I I, I don't recall ever looking at Oprah and and thinking oh, I gotta get me some. So that should tell you your answer, yeah. Um, yeah, so for as I'm much pretty, power and money as you have, we don't want to fuck you. No, so. we don't. How's that? But you know, but when you, I think you you kind of touched on a, a, a root of the problem there too. Is it doesn't seem to matter. Like for our side, we can't ever see her as not being rich, right? Okay, Oprah's got so much money. What the hell does she know about anything anymore? And it's kind of interesting that no matter how much money she's got. A part of her is still always going to be that poor black girl, and maybe that's yeah, you know, I guess. You know, maybe that's part of the part of the the problem. Is it? I mean, I can never see uh, what you know. I mean, she can tell me a million times what she went through growing up and all that, and I'm going to go. My response is going to be, yeah, that's pretty horrible. But fucking seven hundred fifty million dollars, bitch! Come on, fuck more do you want? Yeah, but maybe that uh, money, got, maybe that you know, maybe that doesn't doesn't do the trick. I don't know. Well, I mean, apparently, if, honest, you're, if you're Katie, if you're Katie Spade, it doesn't. But we might get to no, that. No, yeah, there's, and we'll we'll get to that too. Uh, 
I mean, but Oprah's done, a, like as you said, I mean, Oprah's done a lot for a lot of people. Um, yeah, sure, she's become a zillionaire doing it, but she's still, you know, she still she could have easily not done any of it and still been a zillionaire. Um, I would like to know, and I, I mean, there's no way of knowing. Well, they might know, I guess, but I don't know where you'd ever find that out at. Uh, how much of her audience back in the 80s and 90s was was white? Uh, you know, did, no, she make, I mean, did she make her money off of? Uh, did she make her television money off of bored white housewives? Or did she get a nice I collection it. of? My mom used to watch it. I, I mean, uh, yeah, of I, course, I can't remember the exact show, but there's all there's always resurfacing tape of Donald Trump as her chummy buddy on there talking about running for presidency yeah. in 1994. Well, and everybody, and everybody knows, you know, if if uh, Oprah tells you to look under your seat, it's about to get good. Yeah, but everybody she ain't got a show right now where I can go. I got a cup yeah, of I mean, that, everybody here. I mean, yeah, that's that's probably not coming out of her fucking uh, pocket in, in some ways, but no, still but a nice it's gesture. Still her, it's still her power with advertisers to talk somebody and, uh, you know, we'll give you a deal on on advertising or you dig up, you know, you got, I don't know how many people are in the studio audience, but let's say it's, you know, probably, I don't know, 100, 150, let's say. It's a lot of money. Well, you know, we got... We got every Chevy dealer in the in the United States to give us one of their cars that they can't fucking sell. That's been sitting on the lots, new, but they haven't been able to sell it. And we gave Chevrolet a deal on primetime advertising with, uh, I think she was what she was on CBS, I believe. You know, so they ABC. got a deal on their advertising, and it, or she on ABC, ABC or whatever network she was. Now then, here too, um, you know, and uh, they got a deal on advertising. The Chevrolet paid the dealers for the cars, so they never cost them anything. Chevy got a break on advertising that they were probably paying way too much for anyway, and Oprah got to give 150 cars to people. Now, granted, too, she didn't have to do any of that, so let's not – I don't make light of that, but it, like you say, it probably never cost her a penny. Hey, man, I, I, you know, this is it's a little strange, but, but still, right a nice there. gesture. I'd – uh. I would have gave the bone to Gail King. Still might be the case. She's a little older than us, I think, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I don't remember exactly what she looked like, to be honest. She ain't bad. I mean, I know the name. I mean, she ain't, she ain't Halle Berry, but she ain't bad. I ain't <laughs> mad at her. I mean, I'd, I mean, I'd give the bone to Helen Mirren. I don't even know right who that now. is, but I probably would, too. Helen Mirren, actress, old lady. She fucks like 75, still looks like she's fucking 50. Got great big boobs, so you'd be happy there. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, no, Gail King was fucking hot for a black woman. I don't say that too often about black ladies, but, yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, I talk about yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. People might be offended by that, like that, that you said for a black woman. I like black women anyway. I like any kind. Well, for me, I'm, they're not my they're not my cup of tea most of the time, but, yeah, but no, the thing is, too shabby. But the thing is, that's, that's, to me, that's not racist or not anything. Like there's there's somebody I used to work I used to work at your fa- favorite word common Tim SEPTA and uh I, I my coworkers were I, at least the ones I hung out with and loved still love to this day they were brothers and they would be they would say the same thing like she ain't bad for white chick and I wouldn't take nothing yeah, up yeah that's no 
Yeah, there's, there's no racial. So that doesn't mean that I think all black women are ugly. I'm just saying that they don't do it for me, and the, uh, normally they don't get my interest up too much because they just don't. It's, but, it's uh, yeah, the same geez, thing as uh, saying, like, it's the same thing as saying, like, you're not really attracted to, like, whether this is true or not. If you're not attracted to redheads, it's not, like, racist. It's just yeah, that's your correct. preference. Yeah, correct. Same thing, Just not my, not my preference. Know. That's all. Yeah, no, she's, uh, she's got not a bad rack on her, and she's 63 years old, so I'm going to guess Oprah's around that age, too. But I yeah, didn't stop no, eating I mean, a beaver, then. They ain't eating each other's fucking cop. Yeah, no, they just friends now. But I used to say that about is that the I'm word? companion. I'm, yeah, but I'm 48, and I used to say that about 48 year olds. Like I wouldn't eat that fucking old lady <laughs> pussy <laughs> like when I was like 35. And now, I mean, if the no better now, you know no one set description, I probably would. So who knows who's whose pussy's being eaten? But back to Oprah, one one quick point. Uh, that speech, uh, you know, we've already established we don't, we ain't hating on. Uh, Oprah, but we I did hate that dumbbell speech that she made with uh, whatever the fuck, oh, where they were saying she was global uh, Golden Globes or one of them fucking things. We should know exactly, but this is an impromptu show, so um, you know, with her the uh, amazing, incredible, powerful women, and yeah, whatever. Fuck you, and yeah, you and yeah, dummy. Every scumbag man that that we've been trying to. Uh, throw in jail, you guys, like you said, there's a photo of all of them chumming it up like there's no tomorrow, so... There is not everybody... one guy that, like, Trump was on our show, chummy guest, Bill Cosby was one of our main guys, fucking Weinstein was one of our main guys, so don't tell me you didn't know that they weren't And And they all say the same cool. thing, everybody knew, it wasn't a secret, yep. everybody knew, all right, well, Hollywood everybody culture, knew, man. And... And you're as guilty as everybody else for letting it happen. No offense. Not saying I'd yeah. do any different, but but so, uh, we yeah. know you do some good puts, but uh, you know I, the one thing I will will say I the one thing I will say I hate Oprah for is fucking putting that Viola Davis in fucking prominence. That goddamn <laughs> freak. Oh, she could yeah. be she could be getting ice cream. By that, so I don't know what you got in Canada. Like, you have Mr. Softy or any of those for kids. No, but I know, ice cream what, I know what trucks. I know what they are, though. They play the music and shit. So uh, this yeah. is a Viola Davis. She could be going to the ice cream man, and if he's anything but black, he could be just fucking a light skinned brother. And she'd be like, "I need. Listen, we've been oppressed for so long that I need to stand forward and not get a chocolate bar." I want a vanilla bar to feel even. The <laughs> issue here. Refuse to sell it to her. God damn! Can you shut up, Viola yeah. Davis? You stu- yeah. you're a great actress. She's a great actress. But she well, she I'm was sorry, actually Viola, inter- you can't have a vanilla bar. That's not for you. She was she was interviewed on one of those fucking terrible late night shows. Now they're disgracing uh, everybody from Ed Sullivan to Johnny Carson. Even David Letterman, I mean David Letter. They're just even though he's kind of a fucking weirdo, uh, beard wearing. Yes, the worst half a fag now. Letterman is a thousand times better than the best one that's on right now. And I don't even know what that would be. Kimmel sucks. Fallon sucks. Seth Meyers sucks. 
Kimmel turned into sucks. Kimmel turned into the man show guy with Adam Carolla he having chicks on trampoline. He just cries about everything, and but he acts like he never was on the man show though. Uh, uh, he's God a fucking diehard. Yeah, he's a diehard fucking liberal guy who you know whatever the flavor of the day is, he's right there sucking on it. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy Fallon. He used Jimmy Fallon's capable of being funny, but he isn't on that show. He's fucking horrible. Uh, Kim was Trump capable joke. of being huge funny too, but he he yeah, really pushed it out. Trump joke. I'll yeah, make a exactly. Trump joke and then I'll go on. I'll go on TV and cry because my my kid needs to. My kid needs some surgery with it. I can afford ten million times, but goddamn, that Trump is a bastard. My poor baby. He's fucking crying on national television. It's like, dude, like, come on, like, all right, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry for you that your your kid is getting all that crap, but don't act like you can't afford to deal with that somehow. You poor bastard. He dealt with it, and then and then some. And the thing is, like, I I can't speak for the world, but I know that any hospital around my area, anyone, whether you have insurance or not, if you have an emergency with an infant, they admit you and then service you and then bill you later. They're going to, yeah, they're going to fix that infant, which which doesn't mean they may not sue you down the road for $8 million that, to, to pay for it or whatever, but they're, you're not going to let your kid die either. They don't. It doesn't exist. That's a complete... It's a, I mean, I can't speak for the whole world, but uh, Delaware County Memorial Hospital, Taylor Hospital, Fitzgerald Mercy Hospital, University of Penn, uh, Jefferson, you name it. Anywhere in the Philadelphia area that I've went to, I've seen babies in there without insurance. And they didn't have serious conditions as hard. Yeah, I, I, I don't buy it out either. Uh, so if, okay, if well, you're worried sorry. that they're not covered after, fuck you, Kimmel, you fucking turncoat. Yeah. Are we done dickhead. on our Oprah route? Yeah, I guess I'm getting mad at Kimmel. All right, let's move to where I was. I was going to go to next was uh, you and I had. uh, Yeah, this must be probably I don't know three four weeks ago now. Uh, We had a discussion. uh, You had mentioned to me off air that you had watched um, the Ellen DeGeneres show, and that they had a man come out and uh, dance, and that you thought that then after you told me about it, I sort of felt the same way that. You know, there's a possibility that we need to uh, come up with some kind of a hashtag movement of our own against Ellen because uh, we sort of felt that we'd been body shamed on the by the Ellen DeGeneres show. I uh, I totally forgot about this movement. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I did too until you were going on about Oprah, and then it something in my head went click, and you know that, uh, and, and I'm going to guess we probably because I mean we are the Wide Man Radio Network. Probably got a few uh, a few listeners too that might you know maybe we got a maybe we need to talk to Stephen P. New about a class action lawsuit. Yeah, and I can tell you, I, I, I hate to revisit it because it, it's gave me night terrors and night sweats and things revisiting it because you know I'm very sensitive about my body, um, but I'll I'll try to share the story as best I can, Tim. It well, I'm right take here me. with you, buddy. It might take me a while to get through it, but I was watching Ellen uh, DeGeneres and keep keep me on her after I suffer through this story because I have one little thing that just popped in my mind. But um, So I believe I might be confusing shows because it's very traumatic, and that's a symptom, not not recalling exact you know situations of the trauma that she caused by this incident. But um, 
an open lesbian, so I think there might be some kind of prejudice or bias, too. I don't know. Uh, I told you it was going to be tough, but anyway, I think it was the Expectant Mother show with Jennifer Garner. And in the beginning, she brought out, I know it was, because she brought out a legitimate EMT. And this, I thought, was very thoughtful, but I was, I, I was suckered in. This is how they lure you, these predators and these body shamers. I was suckered in because she brought in an EMT, and she explained to her audience, viewing and live, that the EMT was there just in case some of the women that are further along, if anything crazy happened, there would be a qualified professional to deliver the baby. Okay, I'm cool with that. But now I'm emotionally invested because I, I know the safety of all the women in the audience and their, you know, their child-to-be. And then she comes out and, and says, and we also have a fireman. And the fireman uh, got some catcalls, which is really unacceptable in 2018 by these women. It was, by their own admission, yeah. I mean, I, I, I had to catch my breath. Hold on. There was catcalls. And I've, I've been catcalled at it before, but I'm trying to keep it together. So, anyway, I, I'm brave. Can, can you just put out, anybody who's listening, hashtag brave. Hashtag brave TR. Because I'm, I'm continuing on with this story because I've been catcalled. And that's 100% truth. That's not shtick. I've been catcalled in my life. You are my Rose McGowan, Tom. It's happened, and at the time I thought it was flattering, and I thought that was a normal way of human thinking. But since these women have, you know, came out against catcalling, I, I, I've seen, I've se- I've been enlightened. Great word, and seen my wrong. You've yeah, been enlightened. But I don't, I don't want to get too far off off the top. So they catcall this fireman which I thought, first of all, was sexual uh, assault or whatever terminology today's uh, definition of calling that man is. I mean, he didn't ask for this, uh, you know, they looked at him as not a firefighter but a sexual object, for one. Then come to find out their their ringleader, this Alan DeGeneres, says, I'm just kidding, he's not actually a firefighter. He's a male dancer from the such-and-such review. And he proceeded to take his clothes off, and he had uh, eight pack. He had he left his suspenders on, and he had an eight pack. And I looked at my stomach at that point when I was thinking this was a legitimate show about childbirth and so forth. And you know, I just looked at myself and I I, I felt horrible. I, I me as a legitimate. This is not radio stick. I am six foot one. The last time I got on a scale, I was two ninety four, and I think I've gained weight since. I don't have those abs. I don't have you know the cat calls. And then he proceeded to go into the audience and grind on these women. And I just I need a movement. I need a uh, some kind of name for this. I'm 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 getting through it now. But if you would have interviewed me that night about this, I couldn't make it through. I could well, not make it I know, through. because you told me, and, uh, you know, we said our piece for the night, and I was left alone in the dark, starting to think, you know, I have a significant other. I'm not, I, I can't dance for her anymore, Tom. I can't. 
seizures, and I, I cannot, it affects everybody. And and it's ruined, you know. And and I'm I'm gonna, I think I can speak for all men that you know, uh, at least once or twice in your lifetime with your significant other, you've you know, you've done the uh, Patrick Swayze, uh, dirty dancing move, or uh, uh, you know something along. The, you've you've done the Chippendales thing for your for your significant other. Doesn't even have to be a woman. It can even be if you're gay. It doesn't really matter. Um, you know, I felt lessened. I, 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 some part of my manhood was stolen. And God damn it, she, does, um, it, she doesn't even know how many people she affected. Single people, married. She people. does. She's yeah. But she fat shamed no us. Excuse. The catcalling yeah, was offensive right? from her audience. I mean, everything was so offensive that I, uh, you know. I need. Actually, I mean, at very least, she needs to be off the air. In the, at very in least, she, she needs to be off. She needs to be fired immediately for one. But secondly, um, if she's not, if it takes some time to get that done, uh, we will give you an address soon, a PO box where you can send donations to get Tim and I, and all of our fellow supporters that were body shamed that day and feel the same way we do, to get us outside of the Allen Show. With with signs uh, protesting the Go production of, of this show. We'll do a GoFundMe. Um, I know we've got to come up with a catchy slogan for it, though, because you know Hollywood is all about the catchy slogans. And, uh, Not everybody you know, in of, Hollywood it can work out two times a day. No, this is this is true. But but instead of you know instead of pound me too, maybe it could be hashtag I can no longer pound. Thank you. I mean, mm-hmm. or something along and, those and lines. I, and Tim, that's okay. Pound. That's okay, Tim. But Tom, I just want to tell you, my significant. I mean, uh, aside thanks, from thanks, man, aside from podcasting, no, just just as somebody who's here for you, it's okay. It's okay. If you can't so pound, pound, and I can't pound, if we can't pound, that's okay. We're still beautiful. I'm still a man. Don't you ever forget still, that. God damn it, I'm still a man. You're still beautiful. <sighs> this is all oh, the trauma. I'm feeling a lot of trauma right now, but but somehow, too, I think I'm feeling a little bit better about it also at the same time. All right, now that I'm fucking relieved, now that I'm fucking relieved for letting that out, if you listen to that yeah, whole you said, thing. You said you had something to say you, about her. Yeah. If you listen to that whole thing Tim and I were just talking about, that's that's actually what happened on her show. But we are actually being cynical. And there are people that use these same exact scenarios and cause all kinds of problems and people to lose their jobs, etc. And I can't believe, as I talked to Tim off air earlier, that your opinions are really that way, that you're, that you're just kind of doing it on purpose to think because you think that's the way you, you're supposed to fit in or something. You can't literally think the way I just spoke. And if you or do, can you? If you if you do, there's something really wrong with you. Like there again, like don't ever get me wrong. Anybody who who any predators or those types of people who actually have done that stuff should get whatever the law throws at them. No issue there whatsoever. But people, we're, we've gotten to where. Uh, I can't even remember. There was just one on today, and I don't even remember who the guy was. Where 
the woman, and I don't even remember who she was because I'm so sick of fucking hearing it, he hugged her, and his hand slipped down her back. Didn't get anywhere near her ass or anything. Just down her back. And he, and he they pulled apart, and he said, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. You know, I just had a moment there, so I apologize. That was, you know, not, you know, blah, blah, blah. This was 20 years ago. And she's now feeling that maybe, because of all this Me Too shit, that maybe there was more to it than that, and that maybe he was actually trying to hit on her, and that it was actually sexual harassment. And I'm like, man, if if you feel you've been sexually harassed because somebody touched your arm or your back, uh, yeah, I don't even know where to start with that. You can't hug somebody anymore because that's a sex could be taken as a as a sexual act these days. Or it all it gets to many places. What a fucking the world would be so I mean, better off without that. Well, ladies, um, not that you should be protecting yourselves. I'm all for that too. But come on, let's have a little let's have a little more self self worth too. You're better than that. Come on. You're way better than that. That if you can't deal with, a, I mean, there should be a, there should be a, a lawyers and a judge and the cops outside of every bar and club in North America, because I'm quite sure Absolutely. people get touched every day. Uh, be bigger than that. Uh, don't be a part of the solution and just you know move on. You know, slap a guy or two if you feel the need. <laughs> Not a problem with that either. But, you know, to think that you've been sexually molested because somebody touched your back and told you you were pretty. <sighs> yeah. And uh, just Losing to faith. close. Losing faith in humanity, Tom. Just to close this one out, uh, you remember the barrage, and I don't know if it still goes on because porn's free on the Internet and shit, so it's kind of killed that industry. But when it was a taboo thing, they would always make parodies and shit and, uh, you know, whatever, of movies and people. TV shows, et cetera, yeah. Like, Sylvester Stallone parody would be like Rambone. I mean, there was a million of them that used to pop up. You know what I mean? So I hope that, that somebody comes out, somebody comes out dressed like a dude, dancing down an aisle with blonde hair, resembling Dennis the Menace, the late Jay North. I don't even know if he's the late, but it was a long fucking time ago. And uh, they come up with Ellen Degenerate and have her just do the filthiest, sexiest things with dudes. They may, you know, it's quite possible that that exists already. Yeah. Let's, let's, uh, you know, be kind to one another. How about being kind to us, you fucking bitch? Well, yeah. One another is everybody. Yeah. You know, there again, like I said, I, I have no problem with uh, because there are a certain percentage of scum out there. Yeah, but let's, let's flip the let's yeah, but let's flip the tables for a moment. You've been in plenty of bars and plenty of situations where you saw a woman who wanted a guy. What if every time a woman oh, came yeah. up and put her finger on a guy's arm and said, "Well, how, how are you doing tonight, honey?" We screamed sexual assault. As a decade-long bouncer in one way or another, and as a guy who's been a patron of uh, bars, establishments, etc., 
they don't just if the, the girls on the offense don't just touch your arm, brother. They'll, they go right yeah, through. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm fair enough. And all uh, I'm saying is, uh, it went too far. It, 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 I, like, yeah, you know, it's like everything else. It was a good idea when they first started it, all for protecting the innocent, no problem. But then it went from the innocent to, as always, somebody went, "Fuck me, I can make some money off this." Yeah. You know? I can if I can find the right person in the right circumstances, I could get rich off of this. As we've seen the attempts already at uh well, a few in the wrestling area already that have failed. Um, there's been a few more in Hollywood that haven't went anywhere. I mean, I think uh, the big two so far, the Harvey and Bill, uh, they both were scumbags. I don't think anybody's losing oh, a whole lot of sleep over what happened sure. to those two guys. But um like Morgan Fuck Freeman is being railroaded. He's being railroaded. Yeah, he's being that's railroaded. Absolutely that's ridiculous. purely, absolutely that's ridiculous purely a cash grab. I would like to see that woman uh, look him in the eye and tell him that that she felt violated by that eight words he said to her when he wasn't even looking at her, and taken a hundred percent out of context and all the rest. And it's just like, lady, you're nuts. You're just trying to. Make a name for yourself, and I guess uh, that is the dangers of having a society where, you know, there's always the flip side to the good stuff, and you get to see the ugly underbelly of, of how low some people can sink. Yeah. What 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 they what they what they are doing, is they're clouding this thing, so badly, because they want to be on TV like the Houston Texans cheerleaders and shit like that. They they want to they want to bring up uh, since it's the hot topic now and they want to ride the wave to uh, and everybody loves free money I don't blame you for loving free money but when it results in like innocent people especially you know now the, the man and it doesn't have to be black or white either uh, there's real victims out there there's uh, you know people who women who live in fear of men and what you're doing. Is is you're clouding the system, and you're making it worse. Gloria Allred specifically for fucking taking all these cases and your stupid daughter. You know you might have got a woman killed here the other night, and I'm not going to mention the specific name because we went into that in the other show. Um, Because that's that's a real victim. That's a 30 year victim that was scared to, to fucking talk to the cops because she would she would fear for her life, and it ended up losing her life. So you you fucking mamby pansy dudes, mamby whatever fuck you are, and you fake chicks, just fucking stop. Enough is enough. You fucking assholes. You're hurting everybody. And if somebody, if you are a real victim, if you are a real victim, fuck. Contact me on a uh, social media. Give me the dude's address and give me some actual proof. I'll go fucking stop him. Well, you know, that's the thing, you know, if you want. I know it sucks. Well, actually, I shouldn't even say that. I can imagine it sucks to have to go through all that shit. But if you really want things to be dealt with properly and for the guilty people to be found guilty and the innocent people not to be, it's what you have to do. I'm sure the last thing any woman wants to do after she's been uh, molested or assaulted or whatever is go phone the cops and have to go through all that crap. You know, and get a rape kit done and all that nonsense. But 
you know, it would it sure would solve a lot of problems if you did. For yourself yeah. and for and for people, you know, you want to convince people like me, me that too many women are just crying wolf. Prove to prove to me that you're not crying wolf. You know, and yet and yet I saw here the other day there was another case where uh, I think it actually might be the Morgan Freeman one where no, that, that's a reporter. There's another one where some guy's getting charged by Jane Doe, and like they don't even know who the woman is. Well, what kind of a nonsense? How can you accuse somebody of something and not stand up as being the one that's doing the accusing? How do you defend yourself against that? You know, some chick in 1978 said, you know, like, let's say if it was you or me. You know, back in 1984, some girl you were, and you were in high school with has now decided that you you grabbed her ass in the hallway and when you were in grade 12 or 11 or whatever, and she's decided it's you know, she was sexually harassed. But we're not going to tell you who it is. Now, defend yourself in court. Huh. How, do, how do you how do you even where do you even start? I don't know. It's all uh, it's all crazy. And I'm sorry. Like I said, there's just a bad. It's going to a bad place, and if they don't do something about it, it's going to go too far. And the whole reason for the beginning of it is not going to matter anymore. You know. You know when we lost. When we lost the sanity of, of America, uh, and I can only speak for America, uh, we lost the sanity in this regard of America the moment that the uh, sunglass hoodie wearing, creepy looking little bastard stopped going on behind news anchors and saying, fuck her right in the pussy. <laughs> I love that guy. He was great, but he's disappeared if you, did, if you haven't noticed. Yeah, well, now because, because if, he ever, if he does it now and gets caught, <laughs> it would be it would be made up charges that they just. Everybody talks about this sacred constitution and constitutional rights. They change laws on the fly now. Like he he would be uh, a charge would be assessed to him, and he would be given prison time for saying "fucker" right in the pussy. Well, oh, don't you? If he so, no, granted, you know. it's not not the coolest thing to do, but. That's just I said. It's, 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 it's a symptom of the. It's a symptom of the times. Do, do you know how many retweets that? What's that? You know how many retweets and shares on Facebook I got from females, because it was just funny. Yeah, he, I mean, like I said, it's a symptom. Fucker, right in the pussy. It's a symptom of the times. There was a time when even shit like that, which which the odd person may have found offensive. Um, you just you, you you said okay. You know what? I think that was offensive. I don't need anybody to do anything about it. I just want you to know that I thought that was maybe a little off color, or maybe that went a little too far. Uh, and and if it and did go too be, far, they may be right. People dealt with it. Yeah, but people right. dealt with it. They didn't demand that. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't like. Yeah, you know, okay. Well, no, that's what we didn't deal with. It was the whole fucking Roseanne story. Is what we didn't deal with. Um, you know, and, and that that's good and going there. You know, okay, we don't like something Roseanne said on Twitter, so fuck fuck her and her TV show and her job. Fuck that, she's got to go. Well, and I don't agree with what she said on Twitter. Don't get me wrong, but I just don't see that as grounds for a, a person losing their job in an afternoon. She didn't get a chance to defend herself. 
She wasn't given any due process. She was immediately fucking guilty of every god-awful thing anyone could think of, and she was done. And that's, that's, and, I mean, it, you know, it would have it would have probably uh, been, you know, sponsors would have probably been pressured to pull out, but uh, they weren't even given a chance because it was done with so quickly that uh, and the outrage wasn't even and I, I, I don't believe anybody was I don't know man I, I'm not a black person but I've known some brothers for a long time and not one of them said to me they were outraged they just thought that's fucked up okay, but her comment yeah. was not which is another thing. Her comment did not involve race. <coughs> she didn't say anything about her, uh, unless I'm wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure she didn't. I think it was something to do with she looked like an, I mean, okay, uh, I guess the uh, the references there, the ape and a black person, I guess, is the connection, I suppose. But are we saying then if she would have said she looked like a cross between a moose and whatever it was, that that would have been okay? That, that that's not See, pushing that, the line too far? See, that's what I don't understand. Because, And I, I asked a couple black friends on social media. I said, you know, I looked at that woman. Um, and Ron Perlman from Southern Energy. I didn't know she was black. His, yeah, I didn't know she was black. But Ron Perlman, uh, Clay Morrow from Sons of Anarchy, and many other things that I forget. But that specifically... Actually, his physical features, and he's as Caucasian as you can get. He played a biker, and a believable biker. That motherfucker looks like an ape. He has the physical features of an ape. And if I said, if Ron Perlman, uh, she said the Muslim Brotherhood and uh, Planet of the Apes had a kid, it would equal LJ. It would look like her. Yeah. She put equal, an equal sign. L.J. And she didn't even put her name. L.J. is uh, Jarrett's her last name. I always forget her first name. Something Jarrett. She was an Obama. It's V.J. Her name is Valerie Jarrett. Valerie Jarrett. I'm sorry. V.J. A a video. uh, That's what they called uh, the MTV crew back when it first started. A V.J. Who's that? The little one. uh, Who who are some of them real quick? But keep me on topic. Let's reminisce to a better time. The MTV original VJs, uh, I think of their names oh, right now. Boy. They used to be. They're so easy though. That that little brown-haired one, Martha Stewart. No. No, not Martha. <laughs> Martha is Martha Stewart the one that went to jail? Yes, she's the she's the lady who turned uh, could turn anything into your house into something you'd like to hang on the wall. <laughs> Well, not her. Uh, but some little brown-haired girl, DJ, Martha, um, Martha Quinn. Martha Quinn. Yes, that's one. Um, that's all I needed. Uh, Ju- down, downtown Julie Brown, was that one of them? She was one of them. I don't know if she, she was. Yeah, no. Yeah, she was one of them. I don't know if she like was that. the original. She she might have came a couple uh, years in. But the original VJs from literally when they were playing uh, Video Killed the Radio Star. Back in, um, the very, back in the very beginning. All right. I'll find yeah. I need to know. All right, but let's go backward to this uh, this thing, Roseanne. Um, yeah, she said that, and, uh, you know, the people I know, 
uh, in the Philadelphia area than in my friends. Outrage is a strong word, right? Outrage. If I'm outraged, it's like somebody, you know, took a smack at my child. I'm outraged. I go immediately after them to physically harm them. Right. Uh, the brother, the brothers and sisters that I talked to, they, they weren't particularly happy. But if they broke it down, like you said, if they said, if somebody said you look like a moose, and something that's not racial, and I, I don't know. I never got the joke. You know, it's been said before, like you know, this black guy's an ape or whatever. But I've been called a big gorilla. I mean, I don't know. I, I really don't get the joke. I mean. I don't know, you know other than, like, either, really. somebody somebody gave me an argument that, well, um, uh, gorillas have uh, wide noses, and some black people have wide noses. So, so do some white people. So do some Italian people. So do some yeah, Jewish I people. So, so I don't even get the joke before she made it. Yeah, me neither, so I, um, I just, yeah, I don't go there, but... Um, but Rob Perlman looks yeah, like a fucking ape. Am I, am I a white racist? I, like, I hate white people? And I, I should be fired because Ron Perlman does look like an ape? Well, I guess they would argue that you, you can't understand any of it because you have white privilege. So, you know. Oh, boy, I been, do. Yeah, because you're, you're well, that's what I tell them. I'd, I'd say I'd like, to, uh, I'd like to have some of that... Um, well, I mean, they act like no white person. I mean, and there again, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to. I I, I know for a fact that plenty of black people grew up destitute, shit poor, in, in parts of town where no sane person would ever want to live. I, I don't I don't dispute any of that. But let's also not forget that so do lots of white people. Yeah. You know, the rhetoric is well, you know, if you lived in downtown, you lived in the suburbs of Chicago, you'd know what I was talking about. Well, I'm pretty sure there's shitty suburbs of Chicago that got white people in them. It's not all black people. I'm sure Philadelphia, any big city, has got shitty parts of town that are ethnically diverse, or not ethnically diverse, where it's all black people or all white people or all Italians or whatever it might be. Um <sighs> Don't throw double, me double you know, standard. Double yeah, standard you're wrong for throwing me into the pile with the Trumps of the world, because I'm not. Double, I never grew up with a silver standard. spoon in my mouth. Double standard should be the, the title. I think you already probably made a title, but double standard should be the title and the theme of tonight's show. Because, I mean, you can't say there's not double standards, and it's ridiculous. I mean, well, and and, uh, and, tr- and, and I get paint it out the exact same situation as I did with Ellen. That had nothing to do with anybody black. That was my fat stomach. But now, you know, but let's stay on Roseanne because I think I had a few more. Um, Roseanne uh, dominated in this uh, reboot. She fucking crushed. Always tackled uncomfortable subjects. Uh, the next day, if, well, yeah, the next day after the comments, Sarah Gilbert, who's tight with Julie Chen on the spinoff. The View. Of The View. It's called The Talk. It's a spinoff okay, of The View. Same, CBS same is not there. Julie same Chen, same who's same. married to Les Moonves, who's a big-time CBS guy, if not the biggest. 
Uh, I like Julie Chen's work, uh, et cetera, but whatever. Um, Cheryl Underwood, a black comic, uh, who I think's funny. I think she's cool. I, th- I laugh at her jokes. They're a little kind of hacky sometimes. Like, uh, you know, shit Eddie Murphy said in the, in the 80s was kind of funny then, but, like, after it's said 100 times. Doesn't hold up, doesn't hold up so well. Yeah, and by other comics. Like, but she said uh, they they moved past an emotional Sarah Gilbert, who i got to stay on, too, so remind me to stay on her, um, who's a real-life lesbian, by the way, Sarah Gilbert. And uh, so she's all, she's all in between all kinds of progressive and backward and like, cause she genuinely likes Roseanne, but you know, obviously there's difference of opinions. And so Sarah Gilbert must, her head must explode. But anyway, um, so her co-host, this Underwood, but the black chick who always makes these crazy like you know, comments that make keep real. And, and that's an impression, which I do of white people. Jewish people, black people, Asian people, et cetera. Because um, I like to talk like the person when I'm trying to explain a story. She said uh, they showed the, they went on to do what they do after they moved past the Roseanne segment. And Sharon Osbourne was there and somebody else was there. I forget who the fifth was. But uh, they they played the really idiotic white guy did you hear that, people? Really idiotic white guy who was an FBI member who had his gun, his handgun, in his ass crack. <laughs> and he went an into a dance-off with somebody else and did a backflip, which he barely made, probably <laughs> under the influence. And his gun went off and shot somebody in nearly, the leg. Nearly blew his own balls off. <laughs> But he did actually shoot somebody in the leg that was watching. And that was another white person. It wasn't white on an unarmed black man or nothing really politically <laughs> fucked up. It was just a You're dumb fuck white move. Right. And and it could have been it could have if it if it was tilted upward when it fired you know. Fired I was looking for the proper gun word, but uh, exge- what's that word? When, when, ex- when a round was ejected discharged, from the chamber? Discharged, discharged, There it goes. Discharged, round when discharged. When it discharged, discharged yeah. yeah uh, it could have, if it was tilted upward, it could have hit somebody in the heart. could have hit somebody dead in the yeah, chest. could have killed somebody, easily. In a brain. And they, they made a mockery of it by Cheryl Underwood saying, just minutes after Sarah Gilbert was... Uh, ABC made the right decision to end Roseanne for the comment was so whatever. She sticks by ABC's decision. She feels bad for people who lost money, et cetera, et cetera. Cheryl Underwood says, well, only Danny Terrio and John Travolta and this guy, at least he kept a beat, you know what I'm saying? So this guy... He, they're the only three white people that can keep a beat, because you know y'all y'all can't dance, and us black people just be sitting back like, damn, uh, you know what I'm saying? She's making faces and shit, <laughs> and Sarah Gilbert's just staring at her like, are you serious? You're really gonna do a bit about black people an old, saying that white people can't do anything? Yeah. That's an what old, I meant about hacky. Yeah. yeah, it's all hacky, but. You know, I, I don't. I, 
see, I'm not outraged. I thought, you know, it's a joke. No, nowhere I'll am roll. I demanding that, you know, she should be fired from her job or No. And it's it, it's so. it's actually more in my opinion, and everybody's got an opinion, it's actually more offensive if you're you know, that kind of person who either is offended, which I've never really met in person, or who pretends they're offended. And um Sarah Gilbert's just staring at her like, Are you fucking kidding me? Really right now? You're gonna do no that on this show. For you. Uh, exactly. And uh Julie Chen, the credible Julie Chen was laughing along after being so serious about the Roseanne situation. Double standard. But that's what that's because <laughs> well, I didn't and that, I didn't grow up and like you said um, though, that uh, that is where that is the reason why the problem for it to get fixed. It's, it's probably never going to... I don't believe it will ever happen. You're never going to have a, a world where, uh, with people who are different, be it color or size or uh, uh, sexual orientation or whatever whatever, whatever it is, um, there's going to be a segment of the population that, uh, well, while we'll tolerate those people, we're never going to see them as equals. Because they're different, it doesn't make them bad, or that they shouldn't exist, or anything else. But generally speaking, uh, you know, the the colors they mingle a, a bit, but they don't mingle a lot. Unless it gets to the point where they mingle so much that there's nobody left but white people, at least visually. Is it so weird to have a premise of just disliking bad and liking good? Before social media, Apparently, that seemed to be getting that's there. Always been, that's always been my theory is I don't, I don't need to, to hate black people. I know enough white people I know that are assholes. I don't I don't need to go looking for any more if, you know, if that was the only I reason know, for hating no. because they're black. I actually in my personal life know way more white people that are white yeah. trash, scumbag pieces there of are, shit. Yeah, there are plenty. Like, like the, the white race is not – like. We're hardly alone in the scumbag category. <laughs> I mean, if, yeah, if, if, I, if, I've if, never understood that either. You know, to just hate uh, somebody you know, because they're black, period. That's it. And, I mean, we oh, could take it no. all the way back to the 90s where everybody freely admits now, including O.J., that O.J. killed Nicole and Ron Goldman. And deep inside, the black race knew I've even seen interviews with people who celebrated, yeah. who said, "Who said, yeah, yeah because got we got on. even. Yeah. We got even. What do you mean you got even? He's a bad person. Well, but yeah, actually, that could be argued. For every that black life, argued, it didn't matter. We she was, she wasn't no angel either that. to him. Nicole, well, but, Nicole but, but I suppose what they were getting at. When you're murdered, you are bad. Yeah, true. But what they were probably getting at was that he legally... They couldn't convict him because of, you know, within the shadow of a reasonable doubt and all that nonsense. They were probably right. Under, so they were right on the verdict. Yes, by setting that, everything up like I that. I think is what I think that's what a lot of black people meant, though, was that normally they'd have found a way to sink that motherfucker, and they did. They tried and they fucked up. 
I mean, they did. Well, it is the hypocrisy. Uh, the, the hypocrisy there was so huge because OJ shunned the black community. Besides Ahmad Rashad, yeah, he, was he barely, yeah, he, was he barely had yeah. any. His social circle was all white, all white. And then when he needed, who Ooh. you know, his community, and and I hate even talking about this as a third person because I can't imagine having us first them when I, I mean I know black yeah, friends no, and I or not. Well man yeah, that I don't might like be, the sound of that either but I mean I know black people that would I was gonna say kill or die for me, but I I don't know if anybody kill or die for me, white or black, but would certainly well, pick me up at three in the morning if I was stuck on the road and would certainly give me something to eat or a roof over my head if way. I needed it. Because they're good black people. And I Lots know the same people. that are good white people. But some scumbag yeah, white people would look at their phone. And some scumbag black people would look at their phone and be like, I ain't fucking answering that because he, he's going to want something. But you got to, like, I'll take it further. You take, um, like right now, there's some, a lot of people would say, well, there's, you know, that's wrong to, uh, you know, if you don't like black people, well, you're a racist. Um I'm not exactly sure of the of the terms and definitions, but I think you can not like black people and not be a racist if you're not doing anything to black. I'm not really particularly fond of black people. I don't care if they exist or if they own homes or vote or any of this kind of stuff. I just I don't want to hang out with black people. I don't know if that makes you a racist or not. Maybe technically, I guess maybe it does. I don't know. But anyway, my point is is if it was suddenly um I equate it back to the Nazi Germany and Jew thing where people go nowadays people go oh how did they how did they let that happen you know how did how did that ever get to be how people were well um if you looked out of your front window tomorrow morning and the black family across the street if you have one which I don't know if you do but or in your neighborhood or whatever or you picked up the paper and read that uh, uh, black people in uh, Philadelphia are uh, being uh, rounded up and shot out on the streets because they passed a law yesterday that said you, you know black people can be shot. They're they're no good. Um, there would be initial outrage, but uh, how much outrage would there be when uh, the first white guy ran out onto the street and said, "No, you can't do this," and uh, they put a bullet in his head too and said, "Okay, there we anybody else got a problem with us shooting black people?" No, nobody? <laughs> All right, carry on. Like, it's easy to get caught up in the wave of public opinion, and it goes both ways. You know, I don't know if a lot of people who claim to uh, to hate white people really know any white people, except, you know, what they see on television and the, the uh, cop that they read about in the news who shot an unarmed black kid and, you know, all that sort of thing. And same with white people, who, you know, we don't really know. The black people we know are either, you know, fucking uh, sports people or that uh, guy that we that we read about in the paper who deals drugs. We don't really know any regular black people, if any of that made any sense. Yeah, it took a while for me to get where you were going. But you, you, you know what I'm like? I mean, it's, it's, there's such a difference in culture there that a, a lot of the biggest complainers don't really know anything about the other side to be bitching about. Because I think middle America doesn't really care. You know, people like you and I, 
you know, if 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 I, I mean I, I mean I'm not middle America, but let's call me middle Canada even for that matter. You know, if a black family moved in across the street from me, I could give two shits. I could care less, as long as they are look after their yard and you know and aren't uh, you know doing anything that a white family that I wouldn't want them to do. I don't care. But I do know some think, people that if a, if a, they would they would lose their minds if a black family moved in, they'd be looking to move. I think my current situation, not to interrupt, stay on your point, but no. I think my current, I think my current street is fifty-fifty uh, as we speak, black and white. Yeah, uh, the, you know what? Yeah, you know what's one hundred percent though. You know what's one hundred percent though, Tim. I don't talk to any of them. Black or I have no interest in them. Either of them. <laughs> Me neither. But I'm just saying. But that. But that serves my point too. Is you don't care whether they're there or not. If, the, if not I, caring if that I, they're not I, there proves my point just as much. If I if I hear you know by by coincidence if I bump into somebody who's a cool motherfucker white or black that's on my street ah uh, that's cool but I don't yeah. need no more friends. Well, I don't. That's what I'm getting at. Like, I don't judge it by race. I mean, if you're an asshole, you're an asshole. Um, being white or Every black cool, or you're cool. Indian or yeah, it doesn't really enter into it. I mean, I know plenty. Like, I don't know a lot of black people because up here we just, or at least where I live anyway, there just aren't that many. Jesus, I can't. I can't even imagine that there. I would be surprised to find out there was a hundred black people living in Grand Prairie. There's a few, but. Uh, of African American or or, or, or um, uh, South African black people, I don't know. I might be fucking up the terminology there. We've got a, a bit of uh, population from like uh, Barbados and uh, Dominican Republic, and you know the, the island nations of South America. But that's a different uh, that's a different kind of black person, as far as I uh, I think. Anyway. Yeah, I think I'm right about that. Um, I just don't. I don't see anything that way. I worked for a, an East Indian guy for 20 years. And not once did it ever come up because I just don't care. He had a name and that's what I called him. And I know people that are oh, fucking sucking up to the boss. Well, fucking I'd suck up to him. I don't care what color he is. He's the boss. Fuck me. Yeah. That's his name on the bottom of the checks. I don't. <laughs> I don't, I don't give a shit. Oh, he's the he's the guy that pays us. I think it probably behooves me to treat him with a tiny bit of respect. And he had most of it coming most of the time, so it wasn't like it was difficult. But people are weird. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, that's probably like I said. I think we've gotten to the to the root of the problem. Is is it's so deeply rooted that I don't know if you can ever fix it. They were playing the sensitivity. They're playing the sensitivity tape of some guy. I th- you know, I only heard the audio, but uh, it, it it screamed out of touch, rich white guy from Starbucks. And I, you know, I don't have access to the tape, but and it would take too long. But he was basically saying to all employees, black or white or Hispanic or what? I, what the fuck else do we have? Asian? I don't even know how many races there is. Asians, but, Latinos, whatever it is. Eskimos, albinos, I don't fucking Eskimos, Midgets, indigenous people. Or little people, whatever the fuck you want. Walruses. Um, <clears throat> Hobbits. Nuts like me to take medication. Nuts like uh, 
Jill, Kate, Kate Spade, who hangs herself on a doorknob like Robin Williams. I don't know. We all got problems. Them. Yeah, too. Uh, so this fucking thing. Oh, wait. Let me get back to Sarah Gilbert. Or, or should I stay on this so I don't forget this? No, no. Uh, well, go whichever way you want to go. Ah, uh, shit. Well, keep me, well, keep me on this topic. Yeah, because Sarah Which Gilbert, is. I'll remember. So, yeah. Uh, but I, when I said Sarah Gilbert and started thinking about what I want to say about her, I forget what I was talking about here. The Latina, uh, the guy in the Starbucks. Oh, the 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 video. Uh, I just heard the audio of what that national sensitivity training day was. They said right. if uh, a person a person of color, uh, I believe you know if I'm if I'm off a little bit. You know, bitch at me. But a person of color, in your opinion, uh, causing trouble, you need to be more sensitive as considering Starbucks, not your home, talking to the employee and putting the employee in the mind of the person who's causing trouble. The employee, uh, or rather, the third spot. Starbucks is considered from now on by this fucking out-of-touch corporate white guy. The third, home. You have home, you have work, and you have Starbucks. And if cool. if they are causing a ruckus, and they said, well, they said people of color, I think, so this is the part where I said, sue me or whatever. He might have said all people if he said white people. It should have been all people, but anyway. I, I don't think he did. But if he did, uh, I, then I stand corrected. But if he says white people, like <laughs> then it, that was was almost, a it was almost racist he almost, yeah, he almost killed his own fucking point if if he if he omitted white people because there's white assholes causing trouble too. Yeah, well, he basically but, saying the only people who cause trouble are, are colored people. He, he, I can only just paraphrase and give you an idea how he said to handle it. But anyway, you you calmly step out of line and ask, sir or ma'am. Uh, we want to service you equally, but could you please uh, step out of line and offer them, you know, something like I don't know what the fuck you said, Free a shit. fucking latte, and 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 speak to them in a tone where let them know that they are welcome here, and we will handle their situation appropriately. Can you imagine if you're getting yelled at by? Let's just say a white person for fucking, so it doesn't seem like we're piling on black folks. Some white trash motherfucker's like, yo, man, where the fuck's my coffee, you cunt? What the fuck, man? These Starbucks employees are supposed to be, uh, sir, you think they're going to respond by, oh, thank you, I was out of line. They're going to fucking bury this bitch. Poor dude. Starbucks and I would love to give you a free latte and tell you that we'd love to service you. I mean, sorry. Exactly. Give you better service. Come on. Yeah. Well, it's like you know, it's it's like we're living a movie, and we're waiting for the happy ending, and it's just the movie's There's taking way coming. too long. We can't get out of and, the third act. And uh, I'm jumping ahead and off. So keep Sarah over in mind. Uh, yeah, Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr. NBA coach, Golden State. And we we haven't touched on this topic yet, but it's about the White House and the Eagles. This, you know, Jackoff, whose father was assassinated, by the way. Um, 
people don't get assassinated just because they're great. You know, it's happened once or twice, like a Martin Luther King uh, looking for peace and maybe a John Lennon. But most of the people have done some dick moves in their time to get assassinated. Anyhow, um, in most cases, um, here I go again. Um, uh, fuck me. I'm not sure where you were headed oh. there, Steve Kerr. Well, uh, Steve Kerr is where I was headed. Uh, so, anyway, uh, he says today about the Eagles. Uh, so, so a prepared statement, by the way, um, that he had to look down at. If Steve Kerr, if you feel this way, you fucking piece of shit, asshole white guy. You know, Nick Foles and several others, it wasn't even near a full team because, you know, they didn't want to go. And then Trump canceled on We can get into this deeper later. But yeah, he had to look, he had there, to look but... down at his notes. He had to look down at his notes to remember the names Malcolm Jenkins and Chris Long to make his so anti-Trump and pro-choice of your, you know, your rights and police brutality and whatever the fuck he was trying to convey. And then he, you know, cynically says at the end of the interview, and we'll just have to wait it out till it gets back to normal three week, three years from now. Like, well, if you have that strong of a stance there, Stevie. Uh, why didn't you have their names in the top of your head? You had to look at your notes to remember Ma- Malcolm Jenkson- Jenkins and Chris Long. They were only fucking in the Super Bowl and fucking prominent players and great players, you fucking dick. I hope they lose fucking four in a row. I hope everybody on their team gets a... I hope everybody no, on their no, team gets a strong. non... that gets a non-life-threatening uh, or uh, long-term injury, but just enough to stub a toe and get them out, and they play their bench, and LeBron fucking buries you. And that's me saying a big black man, six foot eight, Adonis, LeBron James, the king, stuffed Steve Kerr through the fucking basket because he's such an asshole. If you're going to make a statement, don't have to look at notes because it's coming from your heart. It's not coming from your fucking notes, jerk off. Anyway, back yeah, to Sarah know. Gilbert. Okay, Sarah, Sarah Gilbert. Gilbert, then we'll go back to Steve Kerr because i got something to say about She that. is the most fucking... Boring person in the history of time. She's the most confused fuck ever. Uh, with the with the you know loving Roseanne, but being a, a lesbian and having the black chick next to her cut up all white people, the all the whole Caucasian race on the on the minutes after this allegedly serious situation, which is really just an old comic. Make it a poor joke choice. And context is everything. But that's all it boils down to. And I, I've never, you know, since it happened, maybe, it, maybe, maybe there's been some, but I haven't seen it. I watch a lot of TV and these stupid news programs. And I haven't seen it in my real life. Anybody go, fuck that Roseanne, that fucking racist bitch. Get her fucking show off. Uh, I've just seen the, the, the whitey millennial, you know, post online and you know a brother might be like ah fuck that bitch but he he ain't mad because he knows she's a fucking bad comic at this point 
Which ain't funny. A bigger fish to worry about. But Sarah so Gilbert, gonna... they're talking. They're talking now about a spinoff based around her as the main character. Now, for one week, people would tune in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just to see how how they handled that and all that kind of shit. You're fucking going to tell me that people are going to give the ratings at Roseanne because she's nope. so unpredictable and fucked up. And that's what the show's premise is about. White trash. White Trash. That is the successful formula of Roseanne. That's yeah, the concept. And white, and white trash is pro-Trump. Yeah. Generally speaking. Exactly. So, I mean, if if anything, if there were a reboot, it, you know, I don't think there's whatever. I didn't really watch it either. Well, either I hope version. they waste their money. To, I hope they waste their money doing it. And then, and then, what's well, the first, excuse going to be? The first, the first week, they'll probably draw the ratings they did yeah. or more just to see if they talk about Roseanne. But the key element is Roseanne's the draw. If they were to, to save it to be a middle-of-the-road sitcom, they'd make it around Dan, who's actually a star, who's somewhat interesting and has a history with, like, Big Lebowski and fans of John Goodman. But Jesus Christ. And in, and in that show, they got, like, a black mixed-race grandkid or some shit. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just... It's crazy, but anyway, we can we can. I don't really have much more because that's such an old story now. It's so preposterous. It's it's just the whole thing is there again. It's a horrible double standard. Um, like you say, if, if let's say they make the Sarah Gilbert show, and Sarah Gilbert goes and tweets that uh, Donald Trump is an asshole, you know, or Ivanka looks like, uh, you know, she's the cross between a robot and a whatever. I mean, nobody cared. They're not going to be crying for her show to be canceled. It's a you brought up double the point. standard. You brought up the point to me that I forgot about. Uh, I forget why we were pointing out the double standard off air, but Madonna went in front of a camera and microphone and said, Donald Trump should be murdered. And mm-hmm. Nobody said a word. Well, uh, you know, a couple people questioned it, or, or at least made it a minor story. But you're saying, you know, he did nothing to Madonna. He did nothing to fucking. He does stupid tweets and says stupid things that rub people the wrong way. As far as shit getting done and not getting done, it's it's very much no different than any other fucking regime. And it's because. You know, it'll take five more hours to explain, and it still won't get through to everybody that it's all bullshit, assholes. It's it all is. bullshit. It's yeah, run by yeah. America is run by wealthy Americans. If they're white, they're white. I don't white, know, but I ain't one of them. White, uh, white, uh, white and black. Obama didn't get to and, be president because he was a nice, good old boy. Don't kid and yourself. You think he got million dollar mansions on these uh, politicians' fucking uh, uh, salaries? Yeah, you don't. No. You get it from your boosters, and I mean, you take. Side, yeah. you think. I mean, I'll, I'll go even further with like when you were talking about the Madonna thing and the double standard. Keith Olbermann, you know, I think it's on ESPN. Oh yeah. I want to say. Okay. Yeah, he has a, like he has a boatload of tweets where he calls Trump a racist Nazi fuck, and I hope you die, die fuckhead, die. Yes, exactly. Okay, well, well okay, well, how come he's still on the air? Where's that's his not more vicious. That's, 
That's way worse. That's, he's getting uh, from That's the same company, worse. Walt is. Same company as ABC, Walt Disney owns them both. And he's yeah, getting no, a more nobody, prominent uh, role. I mean, Roseanne he's Oberman specifically, though. Yeah, that all black people should be dead, or that that woman no. should be dead. She didn't even no, she made a shitty, thing. hacky joke. She made a hacky joke that that I never got when it first started going around. I people never got a resemblance from a black person to an ape. No, I never I don't did. either, but somewhere people have just got to fucking calm the fuck down. And I mean, I don't know when on the, America on the same note, so worried about whatever what everybody else is doing. On the same oh. note, I never got the resemblance of Sarah Jessica Parker and a horse, which has been a long-running joke. Um, of course, she has uh, her face, like her nose is long. She has a longer face, I suppose, but she doesn't resemble a horse. But she doesn't actually she look. She's, in that fucking movie where she was in shorts and, and somebody, I, I don't know, it wasn't an indecent proposal, but somebody wanted to fuck her. She's a soppy face. Like, like maybe like a zebra or something, maybe, but not a horse. Oh, stop it. The, if, the point is, Rob Perlman no, actually, I, mean, yeah. I, I can make a case for that he actually has some features, and he's a white guy, again. That's, that that he to me is even look worse, like a though, because those are personal attacks. Yeah. You know, that's not a statement. You know, that is a, a 100% intended to be fucking mean. Nobody's saying right. Terry Jessica Parker looks like a horse because it's a ha-ha. I mean, it's a ha-ha, but it's a mean ha-ha. It's not, oh, well, it's yeah. my political view that, you know, or any of that. Like, there's there's no way you can justify that except that you meant it to be a little bit on the curl side. And the people that are yeah, saying uh, this, I just brought her out of the blue, because they say it about everybody. But she's white, you know. No big deal there. Um, but anyway, um, but she, but that's how it goes. these people, these people that, that hurl that insult, they, uh, if they were in a room with Sarah Jessica Parker, which she wouldn't be in a room with them because they're losers, but no one would they would bring die. They would get well. They would also die to be with her romantically, and that's a fact because they're fucking idiot, ugly, fat, fucking bring, white retards. That makes me uh, that makes me uh, recall a video I watched that I didn't send you because I couldn't figure out how to fuck to send it to you. Uh, it's one of those ones that didn't have a share with it, because I think the person who put it on there was afraid that uh, people might see that it was shared off their page. Yeah, I have a lot of them that pissed me yeah. off. Um, it was uh, a, a real video, and the, basically the gist of it was, okay, this is what happens when you don't get the whole story from a news report. So they show a guy who looks like a... You know, maybe a biker or belongs to some kind of a club or something, big burly guy. And he's mm-hmm. walking up up the sidewalk, and in front of him is a kid who's about, I don't know, 11 or 12 years old, fairly good-sized kid, and the kid won't get out of his way. And the guy says, look, you know, kid, you're starting to piss me off. Get out of my way. Nope, you can't make me move. So your brain is going to, okay, what what is, you know, is this kid some kind of, What's he trying to stand for that this, you know, this guy, a Confederate biker or a Nazi biker or whatever it is. And so the video continues. And the guy finally says, he says, look, kid, if you don't get out of my way, I'm going to move you. And the kid is like defiant. You're not fucking, you're not touching me. 
And uh, so then he starts. Then the kid starts poking the guy, you know, finger poking him in the chest. And the guy's starting, you know, okay. he's starting to, he's starting Get to fucking lose it. Yeah, and he says, "Look, one more. If you touch me one more fucking time, kid, I'm gonna move you forcibly. And I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now." And the kid fucking, yeah, fuck you, buddy. And he pokes him in the chest. While well, the guy grabs the kid by the throat, picks him up, carries him about five feet around the corner, and deposits him about ten feet down the down the field into the grass. And you can hear this women's, you know, a bunch of screaming voices, and oh look, holy fuck, that guy just, you know, fucked up that kid. And then it 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 stops, and it says, you know, okay, now what what do you you know what do you make of this video? Well, of course, you automatically think, okay, the guy's the guy's an asshole, right? Because you know that's just where you go. He says, well, look at the first. Well, now show you the first thirty seconds of the video and the last thirty seconds. This guy pulls up in a car to wherever this meeting, some kind of you know like a veterans hall or something like that, and the kid is in the parking lot with a bunch of kids keying fucking cars. And he told him, he says, I'm going to phone the, I'm going to go up to the, wherever the hell he was going, and I'm going to phone the cops. And the kid is, you know, basically tells him to go fuck himself. And no, you're not. And that's why he was in his way. And he was trying to stop him from getting to the phone without, um, without any blah, 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 you know, so he didn't, so he didn't get into trouble. Then they show the last 40 seconds after he picks the kid up and deposits him on the grass 10 feet down the road. Uh, some woman goes up to the kid and he says, "You know, are you okay?" Fuck you, you fucking cunt! You did you see what that motherfucker did to me? Fuck him! Fuck, 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 fuck! And you can hear this guy. This guy's in the background on the phone with the cops, and some other people are going, "Yeah, we we saw him out there too, keying the cars. We've been having trouble with these kids." And then another person comes and goes, "You know, you you know, if you had just listened, you know, nothing would have happened to you." Fuck you, you cunt-faced son of a slut. Fucking, did you see it? You know, this kid is, yeah, oh, fuck, like five truckers couldn't swear as much as this kid did. And that's where the video ended. Somebody, uh, so, no, I can't say. Yeah, we'll so now now how do you feel about the, what happened? I feel like uh, this, this kid should meet his death immediately because he's not going to grow up <laughs> to be a productive person. Oh man, it was something else. Like, and you go, okay, what, what kind of parents does this kid have? Like, I don't know about you. I don't know how. I'm going to assume you were raised pretty strict. When you were ten or eleven By years my dad, old, yes. with a strange, okay, if a strange man would have, would have, if you'd have been down at this, uh, I don't know what you guys did for fun, but if you'd have been down shooting hoops when you were eleven or twelve years old, and a grown man would have come and said, hey, look, it's time for you guys. You know, it's ten o'clock. Uh, time for you guys to go home. Would you have looked at him and said, "You can go fuck yourself, you motherfucking fuck, fuckity fuck, fuck"? Nope. Or would you? You might have mumbled under your breath, but you probably would have went, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Me too. So now I have to wonder. Okay, what kind of parents does this kid have? That that kind of that this kid thinks it's okay to talk to grown-ups with by addressing some woman as you know, "fuck you, you cunt." He got on his bike and, uh, and tore off there, but you could hear, you know, it was just like it was a, a very weird statement of, okay, what, how many more things are wrong here? Now, could that guy have maybe handled that situation better? Probably. He could have picked him up and just walked him 10 feet and set him down. He didn't have to fucking uh, Undertaker choke slam him, but in the same breath, 
<laughs> I didn't really feel that bad about it happening. Um, you know, like, you know, what do you do? I didn't see the video but from what you're shit. describing. He didn't give him enough of a beating, in my opinion. Well, yeah, I mean, somebody should have fucking smacked the little fuck repeatedly, and somebody should be doing it at home, too, because apparently... Well, there again, you know, that's a whole other fucking battle we could get into about whether it's okay to fucking discipline your kids or not. But all I know is anyone that any any that were disciplined even remotely, properly, didn't get into too much trouble. Or if you did, you were smart enough not to get caught. Because uh, I don't know about you, but the the fucking belt hurts, and you don't really want it more than once. If you get a good fucking ass kick, or you know, or if you get, even if your father was a little free with the hands, which luckily for me, mine wasn't, but I knew a few kids who had dads who were, they only had to get fucking KO'd once. I mean, not that that's a great way to parent, but you do learn your lesson pretty fast that, you know, when your father tells you no, he fucking means no. He doesn't mean go do whatever you want. Well, me, I would just get my hair pulled, which was really hurt, really sucked. Uh, by my old man if I was acting like an asshole. But, I mean, as as much as me and the, my late father uh, didn't get along for most of our lives, uh, I can't think of one of those hair-pulling incidents where I was a kid where it, it was because I was being a good kid. I was being a little dick. Right. Um, you know, if, vice, if it's and, done with any amount of brain power, it's usually pretty effective. And being being on the flip side as a father... Um, I can't honestly comment and it's because when I was in her early life on a daily basis she literally and it sounds fucking uh, white picket fence pink cloud fucking bullshit but she literally gave me zero reason to do anything but say Mary in a stern um, voice and I, yeah, I was no, like how... that was it that was how I was raised. My father would tell us once, and if you didn't go, the second time that voice would, you know, he would go, hey, pick that up. That you, that one you could ignore, and maybe he might just keep walking. That second one would be, hey, I told you to pick that up. There wasn't going to be a third. The next yeah. one was going to be the smack to the head or the kick or, you know, or or what I know, the, the tap in the back of the ear, or whatever it was going to be. But there was going to be some some form of, uh, you have displeased me, now do what you were told. And we all knew, and he wasn't decided that he was only going to give you one warning and smack you on number two. You know, he was very consistent. And I only, I can safely say to this day, and I remember very well, I only got spanked once. But I remember it to this day, and I wasn't very old. I was in grade one, and I still remember it. And I didn't ever want to go through that again, and I never did. I learned yeah. my lesson that, you know, the old man, he wasn't fucking playing. He was fair and all that, but when you got to that point, you, you know, fuck, you don't want to listen? Well, maybe this will help you listen. And with my own kid, I had to, and I raised him mostly by myself, um, except for a couple of years at the beginning, but when, he, when they're wee little, that don't count. I used the same, I, I, it was what I knew. It was like, hey, I'm not, you know, I don't tell you to do things to be a dick. You know, it's just you and me in the house, and we got to uh, 
you got to attack this shit together, and it would just be a lot easier if, you know, when I asked you to do something, you just did it. Uh, I mean, once when he was 14, he tried me one time, as all young men do. I think at least once they got to see how they measure up against the old man, and that didn't go too well. And he, he decides maybe that wasn't the best way to operate, and I never, that was, I, you know, that was 10 seconds. Wouldn't uh, wouldn't do wouldn't get out of the car. I said, well, you know, you got to get out of the car. Where you got to go? I don't want to. And I reached in the car, and he uh, tried to swap my hand out of the way. Well, that was the wrong thing to do. He just grabbed him. You know, you know, a bunch of guys shared up under his chin. Just yeah. did that and pulled him out of the car and smacked him up against the side of the house, which you can do with a boy at least, which you couldn't do with a girl, of course. But he said, what, yeah. what's your problem? No, I'm, I'm kind of having a bad day. Well, all right, but that's that doesn't, you know, absolve you from this shitty behavior. Um, just do what you're fucking told, all right? You know, make my life a little easier. And I never had anything. And I know people tell me too, oh, you know, your kid had to have acted up. Well, I'm not saying he didn't act up, but he never went to those crazy places because he was never allowed to. It was stopped. It was shut down before. Like, if I ever would have found out my kid had done something like what that little fuck did, oh, I can't even imagine what the punishment would have been. It wouldn't have been pretty. I know that. Yeah, I have a hard time associating those those type of kids without those type of asshole parents in the beginning, because uh, I just I have to I, assume I don't that's where it comes from. But I've never seen an asshole kid. I've never seen an asshole kid unless they were literally mentally, you know, really I don't want to say retarded, but something mentally wrong with them that did, you know, really bad shit. Unless they had really ass fuck parents that were bad people doing shit I mean, or most, drinking a most of the ones or whatever. Knew, yeah, most of the ones I knew growing up, growing up were ones that like were mama's boys and got told, you know, for 20 years that they never did anything wrong. And they started to believe it. You know, my mom uh, said I didn't have to. Yeah, well, guess what? Your mom's not here. <laughs> You're going yeah, to. I never, I never finished Madonna and just. So I do. Yeah, we'll finish, um, finish that up, and we'll go somewhere else. We still got a little time left yet. So she, she's, she was on tape. You can find it still. YouTube, black people, Mexican people, Puerto Rican people, Asian people, Indian people, Indian Muslim people, and white people. Madonna said that he should be killed. He should be shot. I don't, I don't remember the exact. Killed or shot or both, but the 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 the, the ending was uh, you know murder and Donald Trump not living anymore, not breathing. Okay, now whether you like the dude or not, you're saying in public, and you have a lot of influence, that the the person who got voted by the you know electoral vote, but it's still a shit ton of fucking people whether he didn't win the popular vote or not, uh, he was elected to that seat, which is the president, the most important person in this country. Even if you hate his fucking guts, which I find weird, because if you've never met a person, how could you hate him? But anyway, um, other than proven, like, pedophiles and kid killers and shit. I mean, the guy fucks porn stars. That's, you know... That's maybe not presidential, but that's certainly not a reason to want to kill him. Uh, anyhow, um, that's not more serious than Roseanne making an awful, 
I, I say awful like because it's a bad joke. I don't think it's that offensive. I'm not a black person, but none of my black person friends they they thought it was like uh, fuck her, but they weren't like oh my god, pacing around a house losing sleep over it. So I mean, what's worse, double standard again, and uh, then the argument of double standard is always well, you didn't, you would never know unless you walked a mile in my fucking shoes. Well, walk a mile in my fucking shoes, Dick. Because my shoes ain't that fucking important either. Uh, and they ain't that fucking rosy. Now, you know, comp- us us comparing good black people to black people and, and generalizing is fucking stupid. And it's just as stupid as me saying I have to walk in your shoes to understand this shit. Get the fuck out of here. There's bad fucking people of both. There's some cops that are fucking bad. Real bad. I've dealt with them. There's some cops that are good. That when you're having a problem of any color, who do you call? You call the cops to help you. No, they're all right then, aren't they? Yeah. And they're they're okay then when you need them. But but there's some scumbag cops. And were there guys, Hmm. unarmed guys killed? Yeah, fuck yeah. Were there some that are questionable? Like the one I stand up for the most, honestly, of the public, are uh, is the Eric Garner, the big, big heavy set dude. Um, I'll stand and I'll, I'll fucking support that. Dude had a hustle because a lot of us have a hustle, whether it be legal or not. I, I believe in uh, victimless crimes. He had a cigarette hustle. They were bore assing him. They were targeting him, fucking with him. And did he re- resist arrest? Which I don't. I don't like for whites or blacks. I hated that little cunt. And I will say it with a capital C in Wildwood, New Jersey, that resisted arrest and acted like a little bitch. People that resist arrest. But in Eric Garner's case, this one cop had a. I watch MMA and I can say that I trained with some MMA, MMA fighters on a lower, really low level. Because some people like to take every word you say literal and be like, Oh, now you're a uh, purple belt? No, I was never a purple belt. But my two roommates, Rudy Schiller and Sean McCormick, were world-class mixed martial artists. And I went to train with them, so I know what a choke is. This cop choked him as he was having trouble breathing from being heavy, maybe, and being fucking piled on by five, six cops. And a dude put him in a, for a long time in a deep choke. Did he die immediately? No. But do I think that resulted in his death? Yes. I'll stand behind Eric Garner. And I, that I'm not breathing, I, I can't breathe, I don't have a problem with that. I think that fucking cop's a jerk-off. I think that cop's a murderer. That particular cop that had him in the choke. Because I know how dangerous that can be. But other situations that I won't comment on, if you're in the cop's position, whether you're black or white, and you don't know if that's a real gun or not, and it's pointed at you, or whatever the case may be, I ain't standing just because it's a kid. A kid will fuck you up. A kid in combat for any veterans. You know how many fucking kids have bombs strapped to them in the Middle East? And fucking women? Yeah. They've killed a lot of motherfuckers. To, you got to be careful. Yeah, take a little trip back to uh, Vietnam and have a look at how some of those guys got killed. Exactly. So, uh, you know. It's just a matter of bad and good, and we're not going to change anybody's fucking mind. But at least uh, 
No, the listeners will be entertained. It has I to would think. You have to shine. Somebody has to shine a light in those dark corners. You know, not just because uh, you know. For instance, uh, Yahoo News puts out two stories that say everything that happened there is wrong. It's not always that simple. And just as if uh, Fox News puts out a story that says, well, that, that was exactly 100% right. No, that's not always true either. You know, there needs to be, uh, I don't know what the, I don't want to say common ground because that's not right, but um, nobody reports the truth until like 10 days later when all the facts come out. Body cam. You can't like, you know. yeah, like people people don't don't read the internet and think just because it's on Yahoo or MSN dot com that every word that was written in that article is a fucking gospel because it's not. These guys get paid to write stories by uh, Yahoo is one is a bad one. They're owned by liberals. They get paid to have a liberal slant. Therefore, they have one. That doesn't mean that everything they write is garbage either, because that's not true either. But, uh, you know, be uh, do yourself a favor and uh, do a little investigating. Don't take everything you're told by the media at face value. You know, have, a, have a brain. Try Use it. Don't, don't assume that everybody's agenda is the same as yours, because it's not. And you might find out. I mean, we've, we've come across a couple even in our travels where I thought I might have been slanted one way or, or other towards a story. And then after stepping back and taking another look at it, I've went, uh, you know, I could be wrong on that one. You know, it's 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 a little, you know, look a little deeper than the color of the people's skin that are involved in the story. Let's put it that way. Maybe that's a good way to look at it. Me personally, maybe I don't do it so much on the show, but on social media, I... I'll do it all the time because I post so goddamn much. But if you really look at my posts on Twitter and, and um, Facebook, a lot of times I'll put the put the three letters IMO in capital letters, or I'll put I could be wrong. You know how many egotistical people out there put their thing as fact, and they could be yeah, wrong. It's, or it's in their opinion. But it would kill yeah, them unless, to just put, in my opinion, yeah, no. or I could be wrong. Like I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big fact guy, uh, although, and I will, uh, as we're on the show, uh, and seeing as we're talking about facts, a uh, current, uh, a past article we had about a guy drinking the fry oil, that that was bogus. Mm-hmm. That story was not true, as I found out later. I figured that. Yeah, and uh, also it wasn't on our show, but it was on the round table. So I'll just address it here because we probably won't address it on the round table. The uh, murder suicide uh, uh, wrestler story, which we will not get into any further, was actually as initially advertised. So yeah. I read that today that that is actually what did happen. So I will go on the record as saying that is what happened. So. Now feel free to feel whatever way you want to feel about that story because those are the facts. Well, I, I, now I gotta add something, but it's not about that particular thing. But it's about it. It's about it, but it isn't. I have the distinction now of uh, you know, and I won't name the alleged uh, 
fake profile guy that, that attacks my credibility. Um, but I have the distinction now. You know, that one post, like, I know zero people, and I never did this and all that kind of shit. But when I was working for Dennis, all three matches happened for Dennis, Carlozo, um, in the 90s. I was double noggin knockered. Only wrestling fans will know that. If we have other listeners, <laughs> it's 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 when you have one wrestler grab two wrestlers by the hair, where in my case I was a manager, but I was a trained wrestler. So he grabbed Chris Benoit, grabbed Jerry Lawler's hair and my hair, and slammed our heads together. And we took, well, actually Lawler came right in, and we actually did hit heads, and I, you know, flopped out of the ring, whatever. Jimmy Snuka. In the middle, I managed the metal maniac for Dennis. I came in for the finish to hit him with something. He gave me a signature, you know, chop to the whatever stomach. My gimmick fell out of my hand. And then he, he, he gave me a headbutt where I bumped, got out of the ring. Finish happened. Chuck Rockin' Rebel Williams. I went on the apron to feed him and distract Reverie, but feed the baby face because he was actually a good guy in this match. I don't know how but punched me in the ear as hard as I've ever been punched. And that's part of the reason I started disliking him so much. And ultimately he proved that he was the scumbag that I always thought he was. Who the fuck can say that they've been physically hit by three murderers in a wrestling match? I might be the only one to hold that distinction. <laughs> we might have to, we might have to get a hold of Guinness. I was on a Smoky Mountain weekend up here. I'm trying to rack my brain if that goddamn other killer, what was his name, uh, Bruiser Ben? Well, I would say, you know, there's probably quite a few people who might be able to lay claim to the first two. Yeah, but not the but third. Probably, but, but the third one would be a toughie. Yeah. Yeah, I might no, be the only one in the world be. who's ever had that. Yeah, I mean, is that a weird you know, omen? I would say that that list has got to be pretty fucking short. Is that fucking that, karma, maybe? That. Well, karma for those individuals. Well, they they took they all took well, the well, okay, from that viewpoint. Well, yeah, I mean, how dare they touch Tom Robinson? Those bastards, especially stiff. The only one that was stiff was shoot. asshole. I was actually stiff Benoit and apologized. I apologized well, to Chris Benoit for laying it in. He loved it. No, yeah, man, I was, was going to say he probably didn't. He probably didn't care two licks. And I can't imagine that Jimmy probably back in the day would have cared either. Yeah, I, I didn't get anything in on him, but he hit me with the headbutt, and he, it was light as a feather, as they say. He, he knew how to work. He was obviously a veteran, but, um, but yeah, Chuck <laughs> punched me on purpose. But I had just like three, Foley. three women murderers at that. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that that's if, if that's not a record, like I said, it's there can't be very many on that list. And you know, things that make but I'm you sure a fake pro- if a fake profile can be made tonight, or whenever this is listened to by a person that claims that nobody, including them, listens, it'll uh, it'll say that that never happened. But everybody on the shows can confirm it. But they're not yeah, as speaking they're not which, as bothered by it as me. Speaking of which, our one of our other uh, non-podcasting friends who shall not be named. Uh, uh, was tweeting that uh, 
today that they their episode their latest episode had eight thousand downloads. Or no, five was it five thousand downloads? It was some ridiculous amount. Yeah, eight eight thousand downloads in five hours, I think it was. And I went, really? Uh, that's funny because nobody I know can get their results back that fast. We don't. Certainly, it's literally impossible. Let's um, let's not peel the curtain all the way back. But let's explain to these listeners. Right, right. Are you talking about? Are you talking about? I'll tell you who it is. If you're talking about yeah, who I think ahead. it is. Yeah, it's well, shooting you know the shit, isn't it? Yes. And then I'm, and that's, I'm like, okay. That's insanity. With you know, that's why I, I scratch my head to see why I was this person's friend for so long. Let, let me let me explain it to you people. And I I don't fully understand it, but now that we're at Blog Talk, we actually get numbers. Uh, uh, shortly, not like right after the show, as Tim pointed yeah, out. It's, so it's impossible. It's always at least twenty four. It's at least twenty four hours before anybody updates. Yeah, anything. you can't you can't get a download number in five hours. Um, if we were in the if if Shiznit taped that laugh cast where we did, we could actually see how many people were viewing us or on live YouTube or Facebook Live or something. But as far as the podcast... Yeah, that's a different, that's a different thing. <laughs> it's, it's impossible. So he is lying to everybody that hasn't figured out that he's he and Lance are two fucking bozos yet. But he is outright lying because it's impossible to find out. And secondly, there ain't that many numbers. I mean, you might get a Conrad Thompson with 83 weeks or a Joe Rogan in a different genre that has a hefty number and they don't get 5,000 in however many seconds or whatever. Okay, the fuck this, you is, just said. this is why I, I think it's funny because it is, I, I had it backwards, but he had, uh, he scores uh, 5,000 downloads in just eight hours. And I'm like, all right, fair enough. They're on SoundCloud. Um, if you go to SoundCloud, it tells you, you can actually check. <laughs> you can check how many people have, Listened, or, or yeah, and doesn't say downloaded, but how many people have listened? So I didn't even yeah. look at his. But to, to for it to make some sense, um, some of the biggest names in podcasting, not just wrestling podcasting, but in podcasting period, don't have that kind of number in 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 days, let alone in eight hours. So thanks. You know, I, I mean, guess I guess if it makes you feel good to throw that out there whatever i'm not even going to dispute uh, the number i'm just going to say that you know you will never hear that's one thing impossible. you will not hear on this podcast well i don't know a hundred percent that it's impossible to know that but i'm pretty sure it is because i don't know where you would get that number who would give it to you like okay let's no, say not. like for this show right for this show right now He's saying that if he dropped this show, if we'd finish this show in five minutes, at one at three in the fucking morning, that somebody's going to give me the uh, the download numbers from that thing by eight o'clock. I'm pretty sure at Blog Talk there's nobody there at this time of night. Quite sure the staff is at home having a good nap, as they should be. I don't think there any. I don't think there's a there's, there's not a hotline you can phone for. I need some. I need me some download numbers quick. <laughs> Don't think it just doesn't yeah. work that way. I mean, as far as I know, I mean, I don't, I don't think so either. But even if there was an overnight staff or whatever, it's just not. 
there's so many shows that it's impossible. It's to, all electronic. So I'm quite sure there's there's not some monkey there making check marks for every time somebody downloads the shiznit. Sure, but somebody has to like operate the program or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, right, but I'm just saying. Just, I mean, it's all electronic, and they're not for they're this, not going to ask uh, that at all. For, you know, okay, that we just break into the system and give me the shiznit numbers quick. No, everybody gets they, their they, numbers when they get them. The overall point is this shooting the shiznit for the wrestling fans that are listening and who somehow think that Brian Trammell and Lance Levine are even remotely decent people, sadly mistaken. Because a person that would come out and say that in in, in writing, uh, unless I'll give him a 0.1% chance that he was hacked, and he's hacked every time he puts out a show. <laughs> to yeah. openly lie to you and tell you that his show is doing those numbers, God is my witness. He is a complete, maybe maybe should be reported and, and looked at by the police, because that's a similar quality to somebody who's really crazy and dangerous. Possibly. It, just, it just serves no purpose. I'll, that's my words. I'll stick with that. I know the it guy. serves no purpose. I I can't understand what the point is. If you want everybody to think you're all that in a bag of chips, say that you're all we're all that in a bag of chips. Like, but I mean, don't dream up this ridiculous nonsense of. But that seems to be the pot as we've talked before. That seems to be the shtick in the podcasting world is make up some fucking unbelievable crazy fucking number and dare anybody to prove it's not true. Because you really can't. Because nobody mm. really, you know, we pretty much can if we, if we put our minds well, on. We yeah, can. from other ways, but I can. We can't sit there and go like when somebody throws out, well, you know, we had four hundred fifty-seven thousand downloads. Okay, I can't a hundred percent say that's not true because there's no number, there's nowhere you can go that tells you that. You know, you. I mean, I suppose it's it, it, it could be possible. I'm pretty sure it's not, seeing as you only have thirty-two followers on Facebook and. Eight on Instagram, but you know maybe you did have four hundred thousand downloads. I don't know, but seems unlikely. But uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah, something the, the you will hear on this show. I mean, it that show was originally on Blog Talk. I don't know if it's it's on SoundCloud. I mean, SoundCloud. I I can just tell you that he was throwing around those kind of numbers uh, before I ever was on there when I was with the other show, and the other host looked on SoundCloud. Cloud, where you look. And he, he found like 47 downloads when he was putting publicly out there. And you know the other host, whether you like him or not, knew what the fuck he was looking for and knew what the fuck he was talking about as far as that goes. And he found like 47 downloads when, it was, when I was talking off air with him. He goes, how could you, how could you, how could this fucking dude do this? Why do you even talk to this dude? And I'm like, because uh, I knew him for a while. And I really had no idea that he was saying that he'd had like 5,000 downloads and there was 47. That is fucked up. Yeah, there's no point in... Yeah, I don't I mean, know. Like I said, you... I understand, you know, that you know, you're trying to create a, a demand there that... But, you know... Blog, know. Talk, blog talk tells us, just, for, just to end, end this subject, 
Blog Talk tells us after like a certain amount of hours, what would you say the earliest you got your report is? Oh, no, it's it's always not until midnight of the next day. So it's like it's, it's 24 always hours. 24 hours, at least. And then, if not they longer. They keep track progressively if, if people listen to certain shows like After the Fact or whatever. And we've been lucky enough uh, to keep in the, in the range of 6,000 listeners. Like, that, that's what we know of. Um, if we have more, great. There's not 6,000 people listening right now. There's not going to be within the first eight hours. I'm, I might be no. the first podcast. I might be the first podcast host that ever fucking admitted this. Because everybody says their numbers are fucking ridiculously bigger than they are. However, I figure if I keep it real with you, you might stick and you might tell a friend. Um, that's and we're happy with that because our three sponsors get business from that. If you notice, not many people have three, four sponsors. Big time shows might have three or four. So how much more are they getting? I don't know. But our 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 shows from one to however many this is, eighty ish, of our different varieties of shows. What we know of, we we can. You know, we're around a 6,000 listener mark, and we're in, like, how many countries now? And I don't want to lie or speculate. Um, I believe. Because we can, we can screenshot this. The, I mean, this kind of shit. Yeah, that, that we could show you. I believe it's. Uh, At least 25, it's, right? It's something like that. It's eight, I think it's 18, to be honest. Oh, I thought it was more. So no, I, I, I made a mistake. So. I think it's like 18 or something like that. Counting U.S. and Canada? Kinda, yeah. Something like that. Uh, let me oh, count them if I really had to. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. No, we're at 18. 18, I believe. Oh, and we're down to All 90 right. seconds. So, so now I'm a, I'm a dick. 18 countries, and we're in every state but, like, you know, a handful, like Vermont, North, South Dakota, those states that probably don't even know what a basketball is. For some reason, we can't seem to crack Hawaii, Hawaii and Australia and, and, and Hawaii, Hawaii and Alaska, we can't seem to crack for some reason. All right, so spread the word, and we got 90 seconds, so we're out of here. Uh, uh, follow at TR Shock for the truth on anything you want to know. You can do an Ask Me Anything if you want sometime. I wanted to what you, I wanted to throw in there really quick uh, because he he retweeted us the other day. Mister Bobby Blaze has his own podcast. Thanks. Uh, bell to Bell with Bobby Blaze. Uh, I'm going to listen to it as soon as we're done here because I haven't heard it yet. So I'll have a report Check on that Bobby, next yeah. time around. Good dude, Bobby. Yeah, yeah we we got nothing. He's he's a he's a buddy of the show. So uh, and I guess with Tim that, and Tom will still be on. End, Tim and Tom will. Tim and Tom will still be on later in the week. This is just Thursday. Yeah, uh, this, this was a this was just a, a Medicaid episode. Um, okay. Because I was, uh, in all honesty, I was feeling a little down in dumps. I was helps to get it all out, talk about somebody else's shit. But uh, with that, uh, that's it for Tim and Tom for another. Well, not for another week, for this week, and we're out of here.